Mary's Magnificent Savior. Two humble, unknown women 2,000 years ago had a meeting which brought about for us one of the great biblical songs of praise and faith. The meeting was between Mary, the mother of Jesus, and her cousin Elizabeth. Both women were pregnant. Of course, Mary was pregnant with Jesus, and Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist. The song is called Mary's Magnificat. From the Latin form of the first word of the song, the word magnifies. Listen to Mary's song. It's out of Luke chapter 1, starting in verse 46. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Again, the first words say, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior. Why this exaltation? Why the joy? Why does Mary have so much joy in God, her savior? Let me give you three reasons in Mary's song of praise. First, Mary's magnificent savior has regard for the humble. Verse 48 says, for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. Mary recognizes she is a nobody. She's a nobody, and yet the God of the universe has bestowed such favor on her. Mary is stunned that the God of might, the God of power, El Shaddai, God Almighty, has done great things for her. What kind of God has such regard for the humble? Only a God who is humble himself. And so Mary magnifies him. But there's another reason for Mary's exaltation of her God and Savior. And that's this. Mary's magnificent Savior is strong to establish his kingdom. Verse 51. He has shown strength with his arm. How could this young, humble, obscure girl have such confidence in the face of the powers that be? Because God's arm is strong. Mary doesn't wonder, Lord, how are you going to do this thing that you've promised? Mary is confident and has faith and declares that God's arm is not weak. God's arm is not withered. He is strong and powerful. He scatters the proud. It's like someone who flings his arm across the table and knocks down a house of cards. That's what God's arm is like. That is what God does to those who oppose him. He brings down the mighty from their throne and exalts the humble. Nobody can stand in his way. And so Mary magnifies her God and Savior. But there's one more reason for Mary's exalting song. And it's this. Mary's magnificent Savior is a promise keeper. Verse 54. He has helped his servant Israel 
in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. Mary sees this great act of God as his remembrance of mercy, as the continuation of his promise to Abraham and to Abraham's offspring. The New Testament teaches that Abraham's offspring, through whom all the nations would be blessed, is the Lord Jesus Christ. The baby that Mary's carrying was the promised seed of Abraham, the one through whom every single nation on planet Earth would be blessed. God is not a man that he should lie. He doesn't change his mind. He doesn't forget his promises. He doesn't make promises he's incapable of keeping. He is the ultimate promise keeper. And in Christ, all of God's promises find their yes. They find their ultimate fulfillment. So, are you in Christ? Is Mary's magnificent Savior yours as well? Then magnify him. Rejoice in him. Let the words of Mary be your words. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name.